a Pulp MX Network production. This is the Rocky Mountain ATV MC Kiefer Tested Podcast. The podcast you come to for the straight insight on all things moto-centric. Hard parts, bikes, gear, suspension, motor mods, and more. It's Kiefer Tested. Here he is, Chris Kiefer. Hey guys and gals, this is a new week and a new episode of the Rocky Mountain ATVMC.com. Kiefer Tested Podcast, presented by Fly Racing and Racetech. Hew, how's it going out there? Pretty good? I'll wait for your response. And we're back. Alright, thank you. Little plug here, RockyMountainATVMC.com is the trusted online source for parts, accessory gear for dirt bikes, side-by-sides, dual sport bikes, and street bikes. Low prices, unparalleled customer service, and free three-day shipping over 75 bucks. It's easy to see why RockyMountainATVMC.com is the one-stop shop for all of us out there. Thank you, Rocky Mountain. Thank you, Fly Racing, FlyRacing.com. Monster Energy Cup is in one week. We have Motocross of Nations this week. Next week is MEC and Fly Racing will be dropping an LE light hydrogen set of gear. I'm looking forward to it. Can't wait to see it. Or actually, I can't wait for you guys to see it because I've seen it and it looks real nice. But go ahead. You know, if you guys are doing more than just dirt bikes, they do stuff for BMX. They do stuff for snowmobile. They have casual wear. They have all different kinds of stuff. Go check them out. Flyracing.com. Tell them Kiefer sent you. And that'll help me out. Trust me. Of course, Racetech, Racetech, Racetech.com. I'm not going to sing this one, but kind of trying to make it interesting for you guys out there, all right? You guys know what I'm going to say. Go get your suspension rebuilt. If you guys aren't about the revalve life, at least go get your seals, your bushings, your oil changed. It helps the ride attitude of your machine. It helps the chassis balance. It helps so much. It might even feel like a damn new bike when you get your stuff rebuilt. I go 15 hours to 20 hours on a set of suspension before I rebuild it. You guys can go 25, but some of you guys don't even rebuild the stuff. And sometimes OEM oils aren't the best. They're just cheaper. So go to Racetech.com, get your stuff rebuilt. And if you want some engine work done, head over there as well. Rob and the gang are enthusiasts. They all ride. They're very passionate about dirt bikes. They do solid, good careful, meticulous work. They're just good dudes. Tell those guys Kiefer sent you. Maybe that'll get you kicked down a little bit, all right? Thank you to my advertisers. I appreciate everything you guys do. Again, for those of you guys that are new to this podcast, and I have been getting a lot of new listeners, so that is excellent. I love this. I don't take advertising on my website because I do not want to create a biased um I guess, bias theme over there. I know the perception is with some people, hey, if you advertise with someone, that means you're going to suck them off and you're going to give them a good review. That is not what we're about here. I'm about transparency and I'm about to tell you about some things right now. This is the 2019 gear review. And as you guys know, you might have heard, Fly Racing is 
an advertiser of the show. However, Fly Racing knows that I'm very transparent and I have to do some gear reviews, right? So I'm not going to completely say 100% everything is all cotton candy and pink lemonade with their gear. If there is an issue that I feel like is just, I'm going to let you guys know about that. And that is today. Today we're going to talk about seven sets of 2019 gear that I have been wearing, that I've been beating the shit out of, so to speak. And Fly Racing is in this. Um, I'm using the light hydrogen gear in this test, but I'm going to go over positives and negatives with each gear. So this is a clean slate here, guys. I just want to be transparent and be upfront to let you guys know that this isn't a ranking. I'm not ranking all of these um, sets of gear. This is more of a, just a gear review for you guys out there that want to learn and maybe try to guide you guys in what direction um, and what new gear that you want to buy. Each set of gear that's in here, guys, has very good positives to it. And there's negatives as well. So we're going to try to encompass which set of gear is for the, you know, which kind of person. We're going to break down durability. We're going to break down fit. We're going to break down a little bit of material. We're going to break down pricing. And we're going to break down sizing just to kind of give you guys a feel of what um, each set of gear is like. Again, I am a size 32 large, large. Uh, 32 pant, large jersey, large glove. I'm going to talk about sizing if it's true to size. I understand for those of you guys out there, you're not 170 pounds like me. Everyone is different, but I have other testers that have been trying this stuff on as well. So 220 pound guys, um, even like 100, I have a, a buddy that helps me out a lot, 195 pounds. So he's a little short and frumpy. So we'll have that in there. But I'm just going to kind of guide you in, in the direction of, of which way I think you guys should go with each set of gear and just break it down for you. Because I know some of you guys out there are loyal to each gear company, which is awesome. And uh, some of these sets of gear have changed for 2019 from 2018, and we'll talk about that as well. So again, I just wanted to kind of um, preface this with some with some words of wisdom and to kind of calm everybody down just to say, hey, this isn't a a fly racing podcast and we're not going to talk about fly racing for the full hour of this podcast but we are going to break down um, seven sets of gear fly light hydrogen fox flex air o'neill mayhem light alpine stars venom Techstar gear fxr helium thor pro prime fit okay last year it was called prime fit this year it is called pro prime so a little bit different, but nonetheless, some changes to that gear. And this last set of gear, I haven't had much time with until this year. Um, I only rode with the 2018 stuff a couple times, but I've been riding in this Liat GPX 5.5 stuff for the past, I don't know, two and a half months. And uh, it's it's been really good, actually. I, I haven't had much time on it, like I said, but they're, they're, they're coming strong into the gear game and they're pushing their gear... Uh, more and more. So you'll see a few riders in Supercross wearing this stuff as well. Let's break it down right now. Okay, guys, it's the Thor Prime Pro Fit stuff. As you guys know from my Instagram, you guys see me riding with um, the Thor stuff quite a bit. I was a big fan of this stuff, the, the Prime Pro stuff last year. It was, the jersey was super tight. It was athletic, but also almost compression-like 
in the arms, and that didn't go well with some people. They changed the material a little bit for 2019. The jersey is not as tight, okay? So if you guys were worried about um, an athletic fit jersey from Thor in 2018, and 2019 is a little bit more relaxed in the arms. It is still an athletic cut set of gear, but it is very stretchy, okay? Um, they use premium materials. This is like their top-of-the-line set of gear. It's very thin. It ventilates well. It's very light. Um, I do not recommend off-road guys wearing this because the jersey is thin, and if you do catch or snag a branch, it's going to be um, very easy to rip your jersey. Um, any one of these sets of gear is more tailor-made for a motocross rider. So this is more of a podcast about um, guys that go to the track a lot and occasionally ride some trails that don't involve a bunch of tree roots and, and branches that are going to snag the gear. So um, breaking down the Thor Prime Pro stuff, I usually wear the Midnight Sky. They have several sets of colors that I like that can match up to a lot of sets of helmets. Um, again, I'm usually not head-to-toe in any one of these companies' um, sets of gear, so I will most likely wear a 6D helmet or um, a showy or a rye or just more of an off-brand um, besides Fox um, with the set of gear. So I feel like the colorways that Thor offers... It offers enough room for us to match our gear. If you're into that, I know some of you guys don't really give a crap about it, but I like to somewhat be look uniform and, of course, best dressed. You guys know this. We're not going to get into that right here on this podcast, but um, but suck it, 7 Deuce Deuce. Suck it. 28 to 40 pant. That's the sizing, okay? 40 is big. For an athletic set of gear, you don't see many companies go into a size 40. Usually it goes to a 38. So I think it's really cool that Thor is going an up an extra size for you bigger dudes out there. And once again, you heard me say this in other podcasts, it's okay if you're bigger and you wear athletic cut gear. It's okay. Like I feel like having a gear that's a little bit tighter against you but stretchy helps you on the track. It The wind and... As you're riding, you're going faster. It's not flapping in the breeze. It doesn't catch. It's more streamlined. You feel a little bit looser on the bike. If you don't believe me, try a set of athletic cut gear and tell me I'm wrong. It's just so much better feeling. I'm not asking you guys to wear skin-tight gear, you know. Seven has some gnarly compression gear, but maybe that's only tailor-made for guys that are smaller. But... I'm telling you, any one of these sets of gear is has an athletic feel, but it's not super tight. Um, besides one set of gear, which we'll get into that now. But it's nice to have a form-fitting, flexible set of gear when you're on the track. It just makes you feel and ride better. Um, longevity of the Thor stuff has been really good. The knee is excellent. It is a little bit baggy in the knee area, but... Not so much where it bunches and catches when you ride. Last year's set of gear was a little bit baggier. I feel like the cut in 2019 for the Thor Prime Pro is a little better. And it gives you a little bit extra room in the waist. I am a size 32. I have to cinch down my 
ratchet-style buckle system on this pant all the way down, okay? So if you're worried about, ah, it might be a 33 Kiefer, it's okay. This stuff will fit you because it runs just a touch big, which I don't mind. Now, when you're sitting on the bike and you go to seat-bound stuff, it does move a little bit in the yoke and the rear of the pant. So you will feel the pant move on your butt a little bit, but it doesn't pull down so far where it's stretching out your jersey and pulling out your jersey. So it's not going to fall off your ass, but you will feel it move because it's really thin in the butt area. What I do notice about this stuff is if I ride a long time, let's say I ride all day, man, and if you have an aggressive gripper seat, it will chafe your ass after a long day of riding. It's thin in the butt area. But the flip side of that, it breathes really well. The pant breathes excellent. The jersey is middle of the road ventilation. It's not the best in this group, and it's it's not the worst. But it breathes pretty pretty well. If I was wearing this stuff on a hundred degree day, I probably would look for something a little bit cooler. I need something a little bit um, more ventilated. But eighty degrees below, it's it's fine. So the the whole ventilation system is is very good in the pant. The jersey is middle of the road. And the fit, to me, on the jersey is accurate. It's true to size. I wear a large. It stays tucked in. I like the styling. I like the neck area. It's more of an open-style neck, yet it doesn't um, ride up high. And it also, what you usually see with some necks that ride a little low and are thin in the neck area, you'll get sand down in your, your, your chest area when you ride or get roost. The Thor is, is tight enough against my skin where it doesn't allow that much sand inside. So it's a very nice feel. Um, the materials that they use are good. So I really like this set of gear. It's one of my go-tos when I go riding. I like it a lot. Now for the glove. I choose a Thor draft glove. If you go look at ThorMX.com, you'll look up the draft glove. I am super picky when it comes to gloves, guys. I'm going to start out by saying this before we get into more of this podcast. I am so picky when it comes to a set of gloves. There are some sets of gear in this podcast that I just really didn't like the glove that much, and it bums me out because the gear set is really nice, but the glove is no bueno. The Thor draft glove is probably first or second in this whole group out of these seven for me. If I know we're not ranking them, but man, it's so nice and easy and form-fitting and soft to my hand. And I like the Velcro strap. It doesn't fall off. The cuff itself is not too short or long. They did a really good job. The top of it is like a soft cotton feel against my knuckles. It's just a really nice glove. And the palm area provides enough protection where I'm not getting blisters. Although I do have some good-sized calluses on my hands, this Thor stuff protects my hands very well from a long day. I don't sweat in this glove, and my hands do get sweaty. My feet and hands, for some reason, sweat a lot. But with this Thor draft glove, it does not sweat that much. $24.95 for the glove. Basically, it's it's basically it's not the thinnest of all the gloves in this in this group right here, but it is probably um, the most comfortable. The Prime Pro Pant is one sixty nine ninety five. 
And the Prime Pro jersey is $59.95. That is about right when you come um, looking around for some gear in this you know, top-tier level. So uh, price point is usually on point. Okay? I don't usually use that word, but I'm using it right now. Next up, Flylight Hydrogen. Let's just get right to it, guys. They do advertise on the show. I do love this set of gear. Again, I've said this on the Pulp MX show. Probably top three sets of gear that I have worn the most comfortable, um, long-lasting, and that's why they're advertised on the show because I believe in the product. So for 2019, Fly did some things to their pant. They took some of the padding around the knee out. It's a little bit snugger in the knee. And overall, the pant itself is 4.8 ounces lighter. It needed it. For a, a light, you know, selling marketing pant, it was a little heavy last year. For this year, it's 4.8 ounces lighter, a little bit uh, snugger in the knee, like I said, but not so snug where you can't fit knee braces in and or even when you wear knee guards, it fits nicely. I have a buddy who wears this stuff and he just wears knee guards and he likes the way the knee is much better than the 2018 version. It does have the boa reel, so again, sizing is great. If you're in between a 31 to a 33, if you're in between sizing, don't worry. Get yourself, you know, if you're, a, I'm a 32. I cinched down that boa reel, and it, it buckles me down to 31 because I can probably get away with the size 31. So it's more of a custom fit. I think it's a real bitchin' idea that they incorporate the boa reel into their pant. It doesn't make the pant that much heavier, and I'm getting a little bit tighter fit. My jersey never comes out on a fly light hydrogen pant, ever. The fly light hydrogen pant is $169.95. It comes in sizes 28 to 38. The light hydrogen jersey is $49.95, and it comes in sizes small to double X, okay? Here are some things that I like about the jersey. The jersey is thin. It's an athletic fit. Again, most of this stuff is in this podcast. It doesn't, I would say, this jersey isn't the most ventilated jersey. It's probably as ventilated, if not a little bit more ventilated than the Thor Prime Pro. It feels a little bit lighter than the Thor stuff. But also the neck. If there's one negative that I do not like about the jersey is the neck rides up high. It kind of tight around my neck. Um, I wish Fly would take into account a little bit more of a, a wider neck. And maybe not so turtleneck-ish, I guess, so to speak. It doesn't ride up that high, obviously, guys. But it's just something I noticed when I put the light hydrogen jersey on. It's just kind of a higher neck. So I kind of stretch out my neck area. I pull on my jersey and let it just stretch out. And then once I do that, it feels pretty nice. And it kind of stays that way even after several washes. Um, sleeve length is nice. It doesn't bunch up. Um, overall graphics, I do like back to solid colorways. To me, one of the sexiest looking um, sets of gear out there is the light hydrogen stuff. Again, MEC stuff is going to be even sexier. I really like that stuff. Um, the Fly Light Hydrogen Pant. It has the zipper, okay? It has a little Velcro you know, nylon lock that you put over. And then you have a ratchet style. So that pant is not coming loose, ever. If you got to take a quick piss, yes, that might be a negative for you if you're out on the trail or something. But... It's never going to come apart, even if something does go wrong. You have that backup in the Velcro, and then you have the ratchet-style um, buckle system. 
Longevity of the fly stuff is probably one of the best that I have that I have in this shootout here or gear review, I should say. Um, I go do a lot of my testing from my shop out into the desert because I do a lot of confidential stuff out there. Um, and I ride through trees and bushes and, and, you know, things like that. And it doesn't rip. So fly has come a long way from the days. I would say even three to four years ago, the stuff wasn't that durable. And now with flash floor to 2019 stuff, it's light, um, fit is good, and it's very durable. The knee area is probably one of the most durable leather knees in this group. And also what I do like is the grip that I have on the on the yoke of the pant when I'm on the seat. Unlike the Thor, it doesn't move around a lot in the yoke. So when I'm on the seat, it feels planted. And when I go to seat bound something, it doesn't start to move around and want to rip off my butt. So it's just a very solid colorways. It's very solid in durability. It's solid in fit. It's always pretty good. I, I kind of relate the fly light hydrogen stuff to like a Yamaha YZ450. It's just really good. It does everything pretty well and there's not a lot of negatives to it. If there is one negative, like I said, it's a high neck feeling and some guys don't like that. I know that um, I've mentioned something like that before on the Pulp MX show, but um, that is probably the only negative to me on this stuff. Now, I go with a light glove. So the Fly Light Glove. It doesn't have the Velcro strap. The reason why I don't like the Velcro strap is because the cuff itself is a little long. I don't really like a long style cuff. I like a shorter one. So the light is a little bit, it doesn't ride up my arm as much. And I can just pull it on and it's very comfortable and form-fitting. $21.95 for the glove. Again, true to size. I wear a size large, and that's what I wear in a light glove. So that is my go-to for the fly stuff. Okay, next up for the 2019 gear review is O'Neill Mayhem Light Gear. Didn't ride much in the O'Neill Mayhem Light last year. I rode in hardware, which, man, O'Neill, probably the most durable out of everybody in this gear review. Super durable gear. Um, even the the Mayhem Light gear is very durable. So I got a set of Mayhem Light. It was red and a little bit of a gray. Very attractive stuff, guys. Like, I see A-Ray wearing it. Um, I saw Nicoletti wear it. And I was really taken back how good-looking this set of gear was. I feel like O'Neill doesn't get a lot of credit. I've mentioned this in my keyforinktesting.com article that I wrote about the hardware stuff. And what I meant by O'Neill has the perception that they're not a cool brand. That doesn't mean that I don't think they're cool. I think it's cool because it's it's a brand out there that's family owned. It's smaller. It has that more close-knit vibe. I prefer that kind of company. Okay, O'Neill has that. They may not have the big money like some of these other companies do, but their product is very good. I've kind of neglected O'Neill the past few years, and then just this last year, I started wearing the stuff, and I was like, man, the stuff's good looking. Doug Dubok's been wearing O'Neill for 79 years, and he's still wearing the O'Neill boots. Like, it's a solid company. They're family-owned. They're good. They're friendly guys over there. Jim O'Neill's been racing for years. His kids are racing now, so... 
Um, the company itself is it's come a long way in my eyes um, from just a few years ago. So the Mayhem Light, let me break down the jersey. The jersey is $44.99. It comes in sizes small to double X. So the fit of the Mayhem Light jersey, okay, it has athletic, you know, cut fit, okay, very close. The arms are tight. It almost like Thor's um, prime fit last year. That's kind of the material that the O'Neill Mayhem Light has. Very tight, um, very, I would say, warm feeling jersey. I wore this light jersey and I was actually hot. It doesn't ventilate that well. I almost think the hardware jersey ventilates a little bit better. Just the material itself, it's very stretchable. Stretch, it's very stretchy, but it doesn't ventilate. I've never sweated so much in this stuff. So it was also 95 degrees and it was humid when I wore it. But compared to these other sets of gear in here, it doesn't ventilate as well. I have recently worn this stuff yesterday and it was 72 degrees and it was much better. To me, I would wear this stuff in a cooler climate, a colder weather, just when it's super hot. This jersey wasn't my favorite for ventilation. However, the neck area is one of my favorite neck areas in this review. Very thin area um, in the neck. It's a little bit lower cut. Doesn't allow sand in there and just comfortable to the touch near my neck. I like the neck area. It's very large. I like that a lot. Especially when I tried like my Atlas neck, bra neck brace on. It's It fits well. It doesn't ride high. It doesn't bunch up when I put the neck brace on, so I approve of that. Now, for the pant. The pant is more of a bigger size pant. Not in sizing, just in the knee area and the thigh area. It kind of doesn't make sense where I have an athletic cut jersey and then not really an athletic cut pant. The pant is is large. I feel like I almost can go to a size 30 just to try to tighten some of that thigh and knee area up. Although the waist feeling of a 32 in this Mayhem Light is fine. I can ratchet the buckle system down and it's not falling off of me. I just feel like the overall fitment of this, this stuff it doesn't match the jersey. So when you look at it in photos, you have this tighter athletic cut jersey and then you have more of a roomy, comfortable pant. So if that's what you guys are looking for, then this is the way to go. The jersey is true to size. I wear a size large and it fits nice. Um, last year, O'Neal, I had to wear medium. So now we're back to true to size. I feel like uh, even the gloves that we'll talk about in a minute are now true to size where I can wear a large. But So if you guys are a large jersey, you guys are good to go with, with that sizing. Now with the pant, it's really... A sec, I'm really second-guessing myself for a 32 pant. I feel like I can go to size 30, like I said, just to kind of uniform the whole look up and make it streamlined. But if you guys need more room in the knee, let's say you have a bigger thigh and you have bigger calves, this Mayhem Light gear will be good for you. If you guys are worried about, oh, man, I don't got that much room after I put my knee brace on. It's super tight. And it's all, you know, I, I don't have a flexibility like I like I want to this pant will give you extra room in the knee area the leather again the most durable leather in the game right now durable pant the material of the pant is is stretchy 
not as stretchy as, let's say, uh, a Prime Fit gear, a Pro Prime gear, or even like an FXR helium pant. It doesn't stretch that much, but it's durable. Again, when I go out to the desert, snagging trees, no problem. It doesn't rip. You guys want a set of gear that lasts you all year? O'Neill has that down for sure. Durability is the best in O'Neill gear. I just want O'Neill to kind of make sure that uniform look is there with this Mayhem Light. Their hardware stuff, on the other hand, I almost feel like the hardware pant is a little bit athletic fitting than the Mayhem Light. So, I don't know. You might want to try this stuff on before you before you buy it. But nonetheless, you know, the jersey itself is a little warm, comfortable neck, pants a little bit bigger, but durability is the best. Okay, up next, FXR Helium sets of gear. Andy White, Carson... They have been my buddies for a long time. I've had some help in doing some of this gear, you know, brochures, and of course, some development back in the day with FXR. I've raced up in Canada with FXR, so I have had a relationship with these guys for a long time. And probably some of the most underrated gear in the U.S. They haven't been that popular, but last year they came on strong with a Heavy dose of amateur um, racing. They've been having a lot of amateur riders, having top privateer riders with their gear, so I'm sure you've seen it on TV. And their colorways have been some of the best-looking stuff that I've seen in quite some time. I do like this stuff a lot. Um, I wear it quite a bit, actually. And to me, durability, the pant, probably some, if just below O'Neill for me. Very good quality, durable. However, the leather in the knee, if you're wearing new FXR Helium stuff, sometimes that leather in the knee can give put some marks on your shroud. Let's say you slap some new graphics on your shrouds and you have some new FXR Helium pants on. Some of that leather marking will come up on your shrouds. I've had, had, this, I've had this happen on other sets of gear before, but... FXR recently, I've just noticed this more that that's what it does. The marks come off a little bit of you know soap and water, and you scrub it, and it comes off. That's just something that I wanted to to make sure you guys knew. Fitment is good. They have 28 to 38. It's true to size, no problems there. Pant is 195. Jersey is 75. You can order the stuff over at FXRRacing.com direct, and they can ship to you. A little bit about the gear, okay? So FXR Helium gear. They have a Revo set and then they have Helium. Helium breathes, to me, breathes a little bit better, ventilates a little bit better. The jersey is light, the material is really soft, and it ventilates pretty well. I do like the neck area. It has more of a fly neck material, but it's cut a little bit lower. Still, is a little bit high of a neck for me. Not as comfortable as some others in this gear review. But nonetheless, the material is very soft to the touch and the skin. I'm a big advocate of soft materials when it comes to putting on your jersey. Um, especially if you're riding long days. Like, man, it's not, nothing worse than getting sweaty in a jersey and then the jersey turning hard and brittle and coarse. 
This helium jersey doesn't do that. It wicks away sweat really nice, and I do like that a lot about um, the jersey. A negative for the jersey for me is sleeve length. I'm six foot tall. I've told Carson and the guys they need to address the sleeve length, and they are going to do that. I just feel like it's a little bit long. So if you're a taller guy and you have long arms, this jersey is going to fit you very well. If you're a shorter guy, you're going to bunch up the sleeves a little bit against your gloves. That's just something you're going to have to deal with when you are FXR. Some of the guys over at FXR are a little bit taller, so maybe that's why they made it like that. But nonetheless, if you're over six foot tall and you have some long arms, you'll appreciate the length of the of the sleeve in the in the jersey. The pan itself fits great. Waist is true to size, like I said. Athletic cut, nice fit down the thigh, enough room for knee braces in the knee. And again, the leather is super durable, but does mark up your shroud somewhat. Once the leather is broke in, it will not mark up your shrouds as much. It's just when that leather is new. Something on that leather just kind of leaves the markings on the shrouds. Uh, yoke of the pant. Durable. Not the softest material in the rear of the pant. It's more set for durability. So grip is high. I feel like the yoke of the pant, the seat of the pant has a high grip. So let's say you have a a non, let's say you don't have a gripper seat cover, but it almost, this helium pant almost acts like a gripper material as it sticks and doesn't move a lot on the seat cover, which I really like. So FXR helium, to me, very good, very durable. If you're a taller guy, you're going to love the jersey, soft materials. The pant itself is not the most ventilated pant. You're not going to be like, oh my gosh, I feel so cool in it. But again, hotter days, you're not really going to sweat that much. You're just going to notice you're a little bit hotter than most. I guess I should preface it by saying I'm usually a, um, a zero-G type guy, so asterisk pant. I fold it over my knee braces. I'm not a big um, bicycle short guy with long socks. I do do that from time to time, but... I wear pants underneath my gear just because I wear knee braces. I don't want my knee braces to slip. And if you guys heard me talk about the zero G pant where that pant is a long compression style pant that folds over your knee braces and Velcro so it doesn't move, which is bitching. So you guys need to look into that. But again, so I'm, I run a little bit hotter down there anyway because I'm using a pant versus a short and long sock. But nonetheless... FXR has come a long way, guys. Again, one of these companies that a few years ago, you wouldn't even want to look at their gear. You're like, eh, not very attractive, not not that great. Jersey's super baggy. Um, the materials are hot. So now they're updating their materials. Their R&D guys are very hardworking dudes. They write a lot. They test a lot in their gear. They're one of the companies that they get the stuff, they write in it, and if it's not any good, they'll chuck it. So... Just know that they have a lot of R&D time in this gear. But they need to work on their, their sleeve length a little bit better. But nonetheless, the stuff is a little bit expensive. $195 for the pant, $75 for the jersey. And that's a little bit high compared to others in this gear review. So just know that you're going to pay a little bit more. And of course... They do do lettering, so if you guys are worried about, hey, I want some lettering on my jersey, they do do that for you guys. So 
I think that's cool about FXR is all their top riders have a certain font and lettering on their jerseys. Well, if you want to order that stuff, you can get that same stuff that Mike Brown is wearing or whoever that um, wears FXR, their team guys, you can get that same style of lettering. Their gloves are pretty dang good, guys. So they have many dips, um, different types of gloves. But again, I'm a big thin type wearing glove guy. I want it super thin. FXR has these Air MX gloves, okay? They're the thinnest glove in this review. Super thin. The stitching is very delicate, though, in the thumb area. So when you do go to pull these gloves on, pull them on gingerly. If you're careless by taking them on and off, you'll rip the, the stitching out of these things. Go check them out. The FXR Air Glove, it's 30 bucks. Very thin. Really nice. Like I even went down to a medium because it's so stretchy and thin. I'm normally a large, so um, you might want to go down one size just because it's so thin and stretchy. But super ventilated, nice and cool, doesn't make my hands sweat. Um, light FXR Glove, 30 bucks. Check it out. A company that needs no introduction, okay? You guys know who these dudes are. You've seen many top riders wear them. In fact, as I'm writing this down right here, you can hear that. Most riders, when they do retire from the sport, most of them tell me, like, I'm just going to wear Fox gear. Fox has been around many years. They have quality, high-end materials. The fit is... I would say 99% of the time is really good. I've been on the Fox bandwagon for, I don't know, several years. I, I like the stuff a lot. You would think a company that big wouldn't be as involved in our sport like they once were. But hence Paula Raceway, now Fox Raceway. They're giving back to the sport and they're continuing to develop new ways, new materials uh, in these motocross um, realm, I guess, you can see these materials are just so bitchin' and nice and comfortable when they wear. So Flex Air is what I'm getting at here. The Fox Flex Air gear. Jersey small to double X. Pant 28 to 38. You're not going to get a huge sizing with this stuff. Look, this stuff is tighter, athletic, stretchy. That's it. Plain and simple. When you're going to go put this stuff on, you know you're going to be snug fitting but when you do put this stuff on you'll be able to move around it's very stretchy the jersey most comfortable sleeve in this review i feel the jersey is perforate perforated sorry and it breathes so well so 100 degree days out in the des not a problem this jersey is what you want to wear it doesn't feel like you're wearing a jersey at all super thin stretchy the neck is low, but yet doesn't let sand in. Everything about this jersey, I just love. The, the sleeve length is correct. The only negative for me is the perforated sleeve. When you do sweat and you do, you know, perspire, the perforations or that sleeve kind of gets a little bit harder and crusty. Just a little bit. It doesn't keep that soft pliable feel once you you put it on you wash it you take it home and you re-wear it the next day 
it's not a problem. It's back to the soft material again. It's nice to the skin. It's just for some reason when you when you sweat, it just kind of gets a little bit of a crusty feel. So again, lightest jersey in this review, very breathable, um, ventilated as hell, guys. Like super ventilated. So if you're thinking about wearing the stuff in cooler weather, you might want to think again because you might be a little bit chilly. The Flex Air pant probably has the best. Um, I'm trying to think of the word. It conforms to my knee the probably the best out of this review. When you're in the tack position, and they have this rider attack position in this flex air pant, it, it has a pre-curve and a pre-bend, so it doesn't ever bunch up, and the and the leather of the knee stays close to your to your knee brace and it's close. It's just a very tight, knitted, very con- it conforms to your knee very well. So I never feel it bunch up. Some of these other pants, um, I'll give you an example. Uh, O'Neal kind of bunches up a little bit in the knee area. The Fox does not do that. The Fox leather does never crease. Um, when you grip the bike, it feels like you're, you can feel the machine so much better with the Flex Air pant because it's so form-fitting. Now, with saying that, some of you guys get scared out there and say, oh, it's form-fitting, uh, it's going to be tight. That's true to size. So I wear a 32. The way they have this belt ratchet system is very nice. I ratchet it halfway. It stays on my ass. It doesn't fall off. But it does move in the yoke. like Just like the, the Prime Pro, you will feel it move around a little bit in the yoke and the seat of the pad because it's super thin. However, unlike the Prime Pro... It doesn't really chafe my ass. It has a little bit more of a durable feel to it, um, which I like a lot. Colorways are bitching. I have a lot of positives to say about this pant. Again, if there is one negative to me about the pant, is it, it is sizing is a little bit snug. But again, it's so stretchy, guys, that I have no problem with it. Like once you put it on and you go to, to zip up and buckle up, you're like, ah, it's kind of snug. But then you start moving around. And it, and it kind of moves around with you. It's super easy to ride with this stuff on. Again, the pant, one of the lightest pants in this review. If you're looking for lightweight, if you're looking for ventilation, if you're looking for good materials um, that keep you cool, Flex Air probably is the best in this review for ventilation purposes. Now, we're going to talk a little bit about durability with this stuff. It's not the most durable stuff, okay? You're paying for performance. You're paying for ventilation. You're paying high-end dollar for a pant that is meant to perform and lightweight on the track. Do not go wear this stuff out in the trees. Do not go wear this stuff out in in the desert. It will rip, okay? It's thin. But it's not so thin that you're gonna tear it up on the motocross track. The knee is actually really durable. It will wear down. You will see your leather in the knee wear down, but it will not chunk. It will not rip. It will not tear. My CTI knee braces can do damage to leather in the knee. It's lasted a long time, and I've put a lot of time in this Flex Air stuff. Is it the cheapest stuff on the in the game? No, it's not. It's not as much as, let's say, the FXR stuff, but it is up there when it comes to pricing. When you're paying for a high-end 
quality product like Fox, do you want it to last? Of course you do, right? But $229.95 for a pant, that's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. So that to me is kind of a negative. $89.95 for the jersey. Again, it's up there in price. But I guess it's kind of like an Oakley goggle. I'm going to relate to something else here. Oakley goggles to me, once you, it's expensive. Who's going to pay $200 for a freaking goggle, right? But once you wear them, you're like, oh my God, I get it. It's really good. This is how Fox is. Like, I ain't spending $230 on a pant, but once you wear the pant, you're like, it's pretty good. Like, I can see how I can spend, get a couple sets of gear and, and really enjoy this stuff. Yes, it's expensive. It will last if you're riding moto only. Just do not wear it off road. Other sets of gear in this review, you can kind of have a hybrid riding style, go trails and go ride moto. Most of the gear. This one for sure does not do that. This is strictly motocross gear, guys. So just know this. So again, Fox Flex Air is awesome. I do not go with a Flex Air glove. I go with an airline glove, $29.95. That's standard issue for a glove, small to double X. What's cool about the airline glove, it has this thing called true feel is what Fox says. And you put your your fingers inside of the glove and you feel like almost like little dimples inside your index finger and your middle finger. So that's for when you put in your hand, your fingers on the clutch, you have a little bit more traction inside of the glove. Ingenious. So comfortable. Very nice. I love it. Slip-on style glove. True to size. One of my favorite gloves in this, in this whole review. I would say very close for me um, to the Thor Draft Glove. So nonetheless, airline glove is where it's at for the Fox set of gear. Hey, what's up? Technology. That's what I'm talking about here. It's a great thing. I love it. But I also can pull my hair out with it as well. However, there is a company that you probably have seen on the Rockstar Husqvarna race team, Dean Wilson, Jason Anderson, called Skosh. It's spelled S-C-O-S. C-H-E. You can go to skosh.com and check out all the products. They have really, really cool stuff. They have headphones. They have boom bottles. They have phone chargers for your droid, your iPhone. They have magic mounts. They have wireless chargers. They have huge cables that will reach all the way across your house if you need a charger and you don't have an outlet close, like my house. I don't have that many outlets. They just have a bunch of cool products to make your life easier when you're out in the garage, when you're in your car, when you're at your house. Just, I'm really, really pumped to have these guys on board because they sent me some stuff. I use it all the time. My favorite thing is the Boom Buoy. It's a speaker that floats on the water. I can hang out in the pool in the backyard, listen to my music. I'm a big music guy. So they just make really cool stuff that makes my life easier. Founded in 1980, Skosh Industries is a Ventura-based, Southern California, of course, award-winning innovator of consumer technology, power sports, and car audio products. Don't forget, car audio. You're traveling, you're sitting in traffic. You guys need to check them out, skosh.com. You looking for some good oil out there? I know you are because I get a lot of questions to my email inbox about oil. Heck, I'm at the track. People stop me and ask about oil. On the Pulp MX Show, 
Lots of callers. What oil should I run? So I'm going to let you on a little secret. I've been testing an oil that's called Moto Blood. Bloodlubricants.com. Go check them out over there at bloodlubricants.com. Go view everything they have. There's all different kinds of oils. You got an ATV, you got a street bike, you got a UTV, or you got a YZ450F in your garage. Blood Lubricants has an oil for you. Okay? Jefferson Green, he's been in the oil industry for a long time, since 1983. But he's been a motorcycle enthusiast for longer than that. So he wanted to create an oil that was good, that lasted a long time and didn't break down, and even cooled your engines down a little bit more than you're used to because heck I'm going to tell you something straight up was testing this stuff a couple months did a lot of temperature readings engine temps were always anywhere from 25 to 30 degrees cooler with the Moto Blood 1040 and you want to even know something that's crazier it's a hundred percent fully synthetic oil you guys know me Synthetic wasn't my choice when it comes to some bikes, right? I ran it in the Yamaha and I ran it in the Honda. Wasn't too stoked on synthetic oils. Well, went and tried this. No slippage, no drag, 100% synthetic. It 100% works. So, hey, go check them out, bloodlubricants.com. Mention Kiefer in your order, please order, and get 25% off. It's that easy. And if you guys have any questions about this oil, Hit me up over at chris at keyforinktesting.com. I can discuss more what it does for you, what it does for your bike. But hey, it's in my test bikes right now. I've had zero failures. It's really reliable oil. It's very good, 100% synthetic. Go check them out, bloodlubricants.com. One of my first sponsors ever was FMF Racing. I wrote resumes. That's right, handwriting for you young bucks out there. Handwritten resumes and mailed them out, licked the stamps, sent them off their way onto every company that had an address in these magazines that I looked at when I was younger. I was a 125 novice, 14 years old, sent my resume off, and I literally camped out by the mailbox every night hoping to get something back that says, we've accepted your sponsorship, now you're a writer. And you know what? One day, guess what showed up? A letter from FMF Racing. And you know what it said inside of it? Congratulations, Chris. You just got 60% off. Can you imagine that? 125 novice, 60% off? Dude, I thought I made it. I thought I was in. I couldn't wait to tell my dad that he was going to save money. And we're going to buy like 87 silencers and pipes now because we saved him so much money. <laughs> Nonetheless... Those guys were on board with me a long time ago when I was very young, and now they're back on board with this podcast. I think it's very cool, and thank you, Little D. And you guys know I don't want any advertiser on here unless I back their products and I back FMF Racing and the quality that it comes with. For 45 years, they've approached everything they do at FMF as riders first. That's why it means the world to them to be on top of every major reader survey. Okay, They want to make exhaust systems that you want. They want to make exhaust systems they want. So it makes sense. It's They're stoked when they hear guys say, Hey man, I love your product. Trust me. I've been around Little D long enough. He loves that stuff. There's nothing more joyful in a guy's business to know that their products work. Same thing goes for my podcast, guys. So founder Don Emler is hands-on today 
as he was in the beginning. He's out there grinding, welding. Quality is his first concern. He builds everything from the ground up in the USA where he can oversee and control manufacturing. At FMF, they approach everything with the same mentality. Whether you're playing on the trails or backing the fastest names in racing, they set out to be number one. Thanks to all of you, fellow riders, we're leading the pack. They are leading the pack because of you guys out there buying the product. So, as you guys know, you guys go back into my podcast. I talk about FMF, great products. Head over to fmfracing.com. Get yourself set up. Go look and see what they offer because they offer a lot. If you have any questions, hit me up, chris at keyforinktesting.com, and I'll answer them for you. Thanks, FMF. Thanks to the guys over at 6D Helmets. That's right. They are on board with the keyforinktesting.com. Kiefer Tested Podcast. We thank them for joining us. You have a street bike, a dirt bike, or do you pedal? You have a mountain bike. Head over to 60helmets.com. Check out the full line of helmets they offer. I'm sure they have a helmet for you. Hey, I get questions all the time. Kiefer, what helmet would you choose if you could pick one to buy? If you're going to spend your own money, Kiefer, where are you going? While there are a lot of helmets that are safe out there, okay? I do feel the safest in a 6D helmet. I've had many crashes in my ATR1. I've had a couple in my ATR2. And it has done its job. It's advanced ODS technology. It's race proven. I'm telling you guys. And it's light. The new ATR2, it comes in at 1,480 grams. It's fully rebuildable. Very cool colorways. I trust the guys over at 6D Helmets. Maybe you guys should too. Hit me up over at chris at keyforinktesting.com. Maybe get a special discount code if you want to get a 6D. So please, guys, go check them out. 6D Helmets. Hit me up. Tell me how you like yours. And if you don't have one, maybe go get one. Have you been to ruddedracing.com yet? If the answer is no, go there right now. Ruddedracing.com. They have shirts, hats, hoodies, cute stuff for your chick, for your lady, for your wife. Man, it's cute. I put Heather in some of this stuff before bedtime and... Well, that's all I'm going to say about that. But nonetheless, go check them out, ruddedracing.com. They have a bunch of cool stuff. And not only do they have cool street wear, but Clint is designing some gear. That's right. If you're a taller dude, 6'2", maybe over, he's going to have the set of gear that you want to be in. Longer arms, a little longer length. Materials are going to be awesome. I saw some of this gear, and man, it's going to kind of change the game for you taller dudes out there. So... It's not out yet, so pump the brakes. But before we get all hyped up on this stuff, go to ruddedracing.com, buy some stuff. They support us. They support the Bear, Tyler Bowers, and Henry Miller. So, hey, go check them out, won't you? Ruddedracing.com. Screenprintingdone.com. I hate it when they put sirens in commercials. They've done studies, you know, 60% of the time, it works every time. Would cover my boy boobs nicely. Screenprintingdone.com. We make kick ass t shirts. Made with bits of real panther. We get it done. So you know it's good. Screenprintingdone.com. Screenprintingdone.com. Techstar Venom. Okay. Techstar Venom is the Alpine Star Stars top-of-the-line gear. Well, I shouldn't say top-of-the-line. They have another set 
that they're redoing. Um, so you'll see that soon. But yes, Alpine Stars does sell to the consumer direct. AlpineStars.com. That's where you can buy the stuff. I've actually purchased a set of gear just to see if it works, and it does. I got my gear in like two and a half days. I should say two and a half because I ordered it at noon. So two and a half days, I got the set of gear. So if you guys are worried like, hey, we can't get gear here. Yes, you can. AlpineStars.com does sell. You can go get it. It's pretty easy to navigate website. Um, they'll tell you if stuff's in stock or not. Pretty basic. So I know some of you guys didn't know that. But yes, you can order gear here in the United States. They didn't have that available uh, about two years ago. They didn't have that. You only could get it in Europe. And it was rare to see a guy wear Alpine Stars in the United States. But now, easy to get to, easy to order. Techstar Venom Gear. $179.95 for the pant. $49.95 for the jersey. Pant comes in 28 to 40. Okay? Big dudes rejoice. Jersey small to double X. Aviator glove is my style of glove. I'll get to that in a minute. $39.95. So the pant. The pant is athletic. The jersey is athletic. Let's start with the pant. Very stretchy, but some guys that I've rode with and tested with this pant, they need to go up a size. It is tighter fitting. It does stretch, but it is very snug gear. It's almost Italian cut-like, okay? I wear a 32. I... I'm fine with the 32. It doesn't bother me. It is a little bit snug in my waist, but like I said, I'm all dick and ribs. I don't have a lot of meat, so I don't have a lot of uh, love handles. So if you guys out there do have a little bit of a love handle or a little uh, what I call a kangaroo pouch in the stomach, maybe you need to go up one size. Nonetheless, this gear is high in and very comfortable. I love the Alpine Star set of gear, the Techstar Venom has some nice colorways for 2019 and it's been one of the best looking sets of gear that I have worn lately. I have a red, white and blue set. I look full blown US motocross of nations. It looks really nice and the durability of the Alpine Star stuff is superb. It's up there with to me it's worth up there near O'Neill. Um I can't really tear anything up with this pant. I know we talk shit sometimes about, oh, Eli's zipper's falling off, his pants are falling off. I do not know what's going on over there, okay? But I have worn Alpine Star's pants a long time. I've never had a zipper failure, ever. My pants never fall down, ever. The leather in this knee, very good. Doesn't mark up the shrouds. It is superb stuff. The only real issue I have is sizing. It might be a little bit snug for you guys out there. But the Techstar Venom Pants, really nice. What I do like about this pant, where it's kind of tight in the waist, I have a lot of room in my crotchal region. I know we make fun of that term, but to me the crotch area is a little bit stretchier than other pants out there. Yes, again, athletic fit, but... Very stretchy when I'm on the bike and I'm moving around and I'm getting up on the tank. I do like the fact that the crotch doesn't ride so low that it catches. It's a little bit higher of a crotch. It It's stretchy. And I like that fact um, that I can move around with this pant very well. Again, tighter down the leg, thigh area. 
but the knee area has some access uh, material, so when you do have a knee brace on, it's not so tight. So when you're slipping on this pant, you think, oh man, this is going to be tight. But then in the knee area, when you bend, you have a lot of room. So very cool that Alpine Stars gives you some of that extra room and not, it's not so tight um, in the knee area. A couple years ago, that knee area was super tight and wasn't comfortable. So now Alpine Stars updated that a little bit and now we have some room. Now with the Techstar Venom jersey, I went down a size, guys. I was a normally a large. I went to a medium and it fits me like a large. So just know that. So sizing is a little bit funky with Alpine Stars and I think that's normal for what you're getting because we're, we're dealing with non-US, I guess it just feels like an Italian cut set of gear. If you guys know what I'm talking about, when you look at Italian fashion, it's a little bit more tight, or I should say a little bit tighter. Um, the sizing is a little bit off for us Americans. Us Americans are a little bit bigger people in general. So just know when you go to a Techstar, get a, if you're normally an XL, you probably can fit into a large. If you're normally a double X, you probably can fit to a uh, you know an XL. So what I do like about this jersey is it's lightweight. Not as light as a Fox Flexair, but lightweight, breathable, ventilated really well. The neck is excellent. A low neck doesn't let a lot of dirt in. I like that feeling, that comfort around my neck. Sleeve length is nice. I like the cuff on the sleeve. Um, it has a taped seam. I like taped seams on, cluff, on cuffs. And just very comfortable, overall lightweight jersey. Speaking of weight, the pant itself is not the lightest pant. It has a lot of padding and, and things in the pant. But it, it does breathe quite well. So um, this whole set of gear is very nice. It looks good. It's uniform. It's, a, it's athletic cut from the, from the neck all the way down to my feet. It looks really good. And it's stretchy enough where you don't have to get scared off of the snugger fit. You don't see a lot of guys wearing it. So if you want to be something different, it's cool to go to Alpine Stars way because you don't really see a lot of guys at the track wearing Alpine Star stuff. So I, I think that is a cool factor as well. Now, Alpine Stars needs to work on their glove game a little bit. The Aviator glove is my favorite out of the, the Alpine Stars line, but the colorways are really don't match the gear. It's almost a duller color. And to me, the glove itself, although fits okay and, and the fit is correct, it's just a little bit coarse to my hands. It doesn't feel the softest to my hands. The material that they use is not the most stretchy material. So when you, you bend your, your hand around the grip, it doesn't really conform. It just kind of binds up a little bit. It's something that you, it's almost like a boot. You got to break in these gloves a little bit before they feel nice. It's not something you can just slide in with your hands and feel good. The other gloves in this review is kind of like, hey, I slide them on and I'm fine. This glove, it takes a little break in period, a little bit harder. They're not as soft. So Alpine Stars, if you're listening, you need to work on some of the material on your gloves just to get them a little bit more flexible and a little bit more breathable because... This aviator glove isn't the coolest glove. I do sweat in these gloves more than any other glove in this review. Nonetheless, Alpine Stars does an excellent job, again, with their colors. And they give you several different colorways to choose from. 
You can get them over at alpinestars.com. Very durable stuff, so excellent job to Alpine Stars. Last but certainly certainly not least, a little bit tongue-tied today, Liat. Like I said earlier in this podcast, I haven't had a lot of time in the Liat gear. I had a little bit of time last year, but they're kind of new to the gear game. And they've come, to me, they come in really good. They come in hot. So GPX 5.5 IKS. What's IKS stand for? Internal Knee Brace System. It's kind of a cool system where um, it doesn't let the knee brace eat up the pant, so to speak, I guess what you could say. What happens is sometimes when you wear these knee braces, the guys that are new to this sport and don't know, the knee brace hinges are very rough on pants and they can eat up leather super easy. Um, It used to be guys in Supercross, remember Casey Johnson doing this when he lived with me, is he would cut up an inner tube and then put the inner tube material around the hinges so it wouldn't eat up his pants his pants slash shrouds. Long gone now, right? Um, this prevents knee brace wear and tear from the, the, the Liat and other leading knee braces because Liat makes knee braces as well. So it's just a system when you slide in your pant, you will see it's more of like um, a different style material that it won't eat away at the pant. This pant and jersey is lightweight, athletic fitting, and to me, one of the most underrated sets of gear that I've tried in a long time. Again, I haven't had a lot of time on this stuff, but the materials that Liat is using is some of the softest and most comfortable materials in this sport right now. That's a big remark for me, guys. When you put this jersey on, this GPX 5.5 jersey on, it is soft. And it is ventilated. It, usually when you get super ventilated stuff, it's real like paper thinnish. and But this stuff has like almost like a super soft cotton feel, but lightweight and ventilated. It, it's really nice stuff. If you guys ever are in a shop or something and you see this Liat jersey, go put your hand on it, feel it. It's very nice. Um, I love the fact that they come in and they've done it the right way. They come in, they did their research, and the gear is very good. I've worn this stuff the last two weeks, just out here pounding laps, doing some durability, and it's held up. I'm telling you guys, sometimes gear doesn't last me one week. It'll just eat up, fall apart, uh, zippers will break. But the GPX 5.5 stuff is very good. I did have a problem with the zipper. Uh, and on one pair of pants, but they did remedy that problem, and I got another set, and I hadn't had a problem with the zipper scent. So I don't know if that was a fluke thing or what was going on there, but um, it's 75. Dude, check this out. So I'm, I'm just all excited about this stuff a little bit. It's a 75% four-way stretch in this pant. It's kind of like where I told you about the Fox Flex Air pant, where it's conformed and tighter and it flexes. This is kind of what the GPX 5.5 is too. But this, the materials are a little bit softer feeling. I I don't know exactly I guess I did, I guess I don't know exactly how they do that. You can go look at liat.com and look at the materials that they use. I'm not going to name every type of material everyone uses in this review. You guys know the websites, you guys can log on and look at those materials. This is more of just how this stuff works when you're riding. The pant is 
I really want to say this, but I'm trying to be careful. The pan itself has a probably the best material feeling-wise in this review. GPX 5.5, 179.95 for the pan, 28 to 38 in sizing, 69.95 small to double X in the jersey. Then the jersey guys, low neck, soft neck, um, athletic fitting. The sleeve is tighter fitting, but not so tight where you're like, oh my God, I'm going to get an arm pump. Unlike O'Neill Mayhem Light, where it's really compression-like, this is more of a tighter, softer fit. And what I do like is the cuff of this sleeve lets a little bit of airflow inside as you're riding. I like that. It kind of cools you down when you're riding. Again, materials are very good in the Liat stuff. The pant itself... No problem with knee braces wearing through the leather. Only problem that I had, again, like I told you guys, I had a zipper problem. It kind of it missed a spline, I guess, so to speak, and it broke. They sent me another pair. They're looking into that zipper, but I haven't. I put a lot of time on my second pair and had no problem with it. So it must have been a fluke thing. The yoke of the pant, super stretchy. It does move around a little bit, but the pant does stay on. I do like the fact that the sizing is true to size. I can ratchet the buckle and it just feels like a normal fit to me. If you're a 32, get a 32 pant. If you're a large jersey, the large jersey will fit you. Athletic athletic gear is probably the new way for at least 10 more years for us. I don't see it going back to baggy sets of gear. And I see in the future bigger sizing for bigger guys and more athletic cuts. If you're a 250-pound dude, there's nothing wrong with going athletic cut because it's not going to show every ripple in your body. There is sets of gear that do that, but these seven sets that are athletic cut do not do that. So if you're a bigger dude, listen to this. Don't feel shy about getting some athletic cut gear because you're missing out. The softest materials, um, conform fit, you move around the bike. I do like all of that style, and I think that's the wave of the future for the next 10 years. You'll see that, and you'll definitely see some bigger sizing coming down the pipe for the bigger dudes with athletic fit uh, that want an athletic fit type of gear. Um, again, you can go check out the GPX 5.5 stuff at liat.com. Basically, materials I've been talking about. Now, the looks of the gear... I'm I'm on the fence. There's a couple sets I do like, but just it's kind of weird. The 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 styling's kind of weird. It's not my favorite styling set of gear. Uh, it has weird exclamation points. It has like a emoji thumbs up guy. So maybe I'm just getting old and I'm not into that kind of stuff. But I'm a really normal, bland, solid colored gear guy. I just like solid colors. The colors that they use are are good. And nice, but the graphic I'm not too pumped on. I like the black and blue set of gear that they have, and there's like a black and lime. I do like that stuff. So um, the benefit of that is that stuff will go with any color bike. I do like that. Again, knee is good, flexible, athletic fit. Go check them out. Liat GPX 5.5. Now moving on to the glove, you guys heard me say this with Steve. I think we did a uh, podcast over at BTO 
one night, and I forget, you know, it was sometime this year, and we talked about gloves. And I said, probably the 1.5 Liat glove is my favorite glove. Well, four has overtaken them a little bit, okay? But if I'm going to put this glove on a, you know, in a review and in a ranking, it's on the podium. The glove 1.5, so that's what they're called, the 1.5 glove. No padding, super stretchy, lightweight. It's almost like an FXR light glove, but it's a little more durable. The stitching is better. Um, it ventilates really well, and it conforms to my fingers nice. It's just nice and conforming when you put your hand on the grips. Dude, I wish I could mix match some gear with gloves, and I guess you can do that when you get some different gloves like 100% or Novik or Deft, but, man, Liat 1.5 glove is excellent. $24.99, cheap glove, but not cheap in material, not cheap in fit. It's really nice. I would go buy three sets of these things and be happy. So, um, again, if I didn't mention that, $179.95 for the pant and $69.95 for the jersey. Hey, give Liat a look, guys. I know, again, you don't see a lot of that stuff out at the local track. Um, there's only a couple guys wearing that set of gear. I know Sipes is wearing it. So if you're at the MXN Nations, check out that gear. Ask him about it. Um, ask him about his Liat gear. His stuff's good, and I like it. And Steph over there at Liat is a good good girl. She knows her shit when it comes to, to gear. So uh, um, check him out, liat.com. So that kind of wraps up a review and almost like a cliff note version of each set of gear. Of course, you guys know our business model here. If you guys have questions about any of this stuff, just make sure they're legit. Ask me specific questions and you will get specific answers. You guys can hit me up at chris at keyforinktesting.com and I will answer them for you. Just make sure you have some good questions for me. I get some of these guys that ask me random questions that, dude, I'm way too busy to answer. I'm sorry. I answer 95% of my emails. If you're one of the guys out there that haven't got an answer, chances are it wasn't a good question. Or two, it was so long, it was like a novel, and I didn't have time, okay? So get to the point. Let me know what you're about. Let me know your question. I will help you out. That's what we do here. I'm just strapped for time. I'd love to get back to every single person, but if it's an idiotic question, I'm sorry. I'm out. So I, I have a line, and that's the line. So um, Again, but if you guys have any questions about any one of these sets of gear, I'm happy to help durability questions, fit, no problem. I'm here to help you guys. Chris at KieferInkTesting.com. And of course, if you want some Kiefer Ink testing stuff, shirts, hoodies, stickers, Heather at KieferInkTesting.com. She'll send them out to you. We accept PayPal right now. That's all we accept because we're ghetto and we're not full bore in you know the Squarespace mode, so to speak. But again, these seven sets of gear are very good. Um, I wouldn't have this on my podcast, you know, if they weren't good sets. A couple guys out there that I miss that I haven't got sets of gear yet. Seven, answer. They're going to send me some sets of gear. I'm going to review them. Again, going to get you guys all the information that I can and lead you to the direction that you want to be led to. No bullshit over here, guys. If it's good, I'll say it. If it's not, I'll say it as well. Um, it's It's... No sweat off me to give you guys the truth. That's all I can offer you guys is 
the truth over here at keferinktesting.com. Stay tuned next week. We'll be back with another edition, some more information, and hopefully we'll be talking about 85 shootouts that are coming up. For those, you, for those parents out there listening to this, yes, we are doing 85 shootouts. 250 shootouts are coming up, but also learn to ride beginner type stuff. Ooh, you like that? So if you guys know that, uh, if you guys know of anyone that has a bike that may be scared to ride or maybe doesn't have a bike and wants to learn how to ride, we're going to do a podcast slash article about that and everything that encompasses learning how to ride. You guys want to know how to ride? We'll go over it. All right. So thank you for staying tuned to us here at the keyforinktesting.com website and of course the Kiefer Tested podcast. We appreciate it. Please go support our advertisers. They support us. They keep this sucker up and running. And again, hit me up if you have any questions. See you at the track.